In the ring at this time, the challengers to my left from the Soviet Union, weighing 313 pounds, Nikolai Volkov. To my right, his partner from Tehran, Iran, weighing 258 pounds, the Iron Sheik. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Volkov requests that you all rise and respect his singing of the Soviet National Anthem. Nikolai Volkov, welcome, uh, welcoming us in here to Golden Globus Theater. Hello, Golden Globus. America, Bachtoy, indeed, Iron Sheik. Oh, indeed. Iron Sheik. Very topical. God, I, I fucking loved watching that video. Seeing wrestlers get heat, it's a beautiful thing. You don't really get yeah. a lot of that nowadays. Actually, hating bad guys, it, that actually was the norm back in the old days. Yeah, and I, I didn't see them chucking D-cells at them. Iron Sheik is a, is a treasured commodity in America today, I'm pretty sure, I think. I think he killed Epstein. I think so, you. So, yeah. <laughs> you think he got in there and strangled him? Put him in the camel clutch and <laughs> broke his back. He was the camel clutch. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. but still. Yeah. I, did, I I love that move. And I, I don't I, even I, think... That's how sad it is. I don't think he could even use that move now. No. Camel clutch, really? Yeah. Uh. Well, we're already talking wrestling. <laughs> it took one minute. Yeah. Uh, just thought we, we, well, we, we're talking... We're going to talk about overgrown muscular men right off the top of this movie. That's a good point. That's and a good point. when we get into it, there's a WWF jobber in that scene, which we'll get into when no we get in there. I'll shit. point out. Yeah, we're gonna we're talking about Red Heat today, Griff, which I would personally put in the lower half of the Schwarzenegger oeuvre. I mean, he did a second movie in '88. Do you know what that one was? Was it Twins? It was Twins. <laughs> yeah, that was that was better. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, yeah, I'm gonna say that was better. Yeah. Um, yeah, even as a kid, I, this is the first time I've seen it since a kid, and I even then I was like, mm, yeah, I, it's like raw deal, like it's okay, I don't hate it, yeah, but it's not at the heights of Terminator or Conan. Or uh, Arnold's got that predator. Uh, he's got that appeal where he can make you know a few scenes here and there good, right? He, like, well, he's great as like the straight man in this oh, movie. Exactly. There's not enough straight. Fucking pop him in a Marvel movie and be a straight man. No, don't. Please don't. Pop Arnold in a, <laughs> into uh, a Marvel well, movie. I want, no, thanks to the Irishman, we can like de-age people now. So de-age people. Yeah, that was the whole point of the Irishman movie with with De Niro. 
I, what, what, ben. What was it about? Did Robert De Niro and Al Pacino was like got nominated for like ten Oscars just like yesterday. Fucking Christ! Are you? It's kidding on me? Netflix. It's not even like out on the theaters. And the whole point was it. It takes place from when a guy was like in his thirties to when he was like eighty or however old Robert De Niro is now. Yeah. So they use CGI to de-age him. Oh, de-age. Okay. I heard DH as in designated hitter, <laughs> and I was like, no. what are we talking about? <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. We've talked about Arnold for far too long, one whole minute. What about up, up-and-coming action star of 1988, Jim Belushi? I mean, you probably love this guy as a kid. He was so <laughs> yeah, well, he, funny. Yeah, he was... Uh, he Jerk-off jokes. A lot of people consider him the, the talented Belushi. I, Who, who's the other Belushi no. <laughs> again? John Belushi. John Belushi. Yeah. He's before my time. Animal House. You know Animal House. I do know Animal House, but I couldn't even remember which Belushi that was. Yeah, he so. did. He like. I, can I just say I never, th- I never thought the original Saturday Night Live was funny at all. Maybe it's a generational thing. I think it is. Yeah. Like with his samurai thing. That was John Belushi. The samurai. Yeah, I, and the Blues Brothers. No. I'm yeah. Not, uh, oh, that's right. He was Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers at least is a cool movie. When yeah, Blues Brothers two thousand with <laughs> yes, Jim that's Belushi. The one, that's the one. Yeah. Jim, he was in Jim the, Belushi played the role of oh, his brother. Oh, God. I don't know if he played the exact role. Maybe he played another blues brother. I, I never saw so. it. I never will. But, yeah. I, I hope he did because that would be, oh. Yeah, according to Tim, Jim sucks. <laughs> oh, I mean, this whole movie plays out uh, kind of interesting. You know, it's pretty, pretty convoluted I, crazy. it's very convoluted i heard don't quote me on this that mikhail gorbachev saw this movie and then said what are we doing why are we at war with america and that's what caused the downfall of the soviet union i think so i'm glad you name pulled uh, gorbachev because that's 1988 he was there right. yeah him he, and reagan well, yes that's what I, maybe reagan and him sat down and watched it together I, he, they probably did and he was like gorbachev this we could have this do you, who do you think did the popcorn uh, dick in the bag trick? That's that's a Nancy Reagan move, I think. That's a Nancy Reagan move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just say no. Just say no. But even this script, it feels very Andy Sedaris. Yeah, very. Yeah, I think this was a lost Andy Sedaris script. Yeah, like Picasso trigger immediately comes to mind. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Uh, our, our our least popular Andy <laughs> Sedaris episode, <laughs> probably because so convoluted. Which maybe which makes me scared for this episode. Yeah. We've been coming in under ninety minutes. I think this is going to be an over ninety. Minute it's going to be hard not to because I mean, even though we're saying Belushi sucks and everything. Arnold still puts these little golden nuggets in there that you just got to talk about. He carries it. He carries it. I mean, obviously, muscular the shoulders. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, getting back to Sedaris. Yeah, I think this was like, I think who, do we know who wrote? I, well, I know Walter Hill, who directed The Warriors, the classic Warriors, oh, directed nice. this movie. Interesting. I'm guessing they were at a cocaineum party at Andy's. Yeah. And See, that's a clear, Andy Sedaris had cocaine in the movie, and they are like, we got to punch it up a little bit. Cocaine, um. Well, that's how you say it in Russian. It's cocaine, um. Ah, okay. And <laughs> so, like, Walter was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be in the hot tub in a minute, Andy. Uh, get get Donna all warmed up for me. <laughs> I got to check something out. And he was going through the door. And I'm sure we know how Andy was very anal. He would, like, have everything labeled. He was like, very, future yeah. movies. <laughs> and he found, he found a script for a movie. I'm going to say it's called Hard Heat. Hard Heat. Makes more sense. And he was just like, Picasso this, he's like, this shit's amazing. I could do something with this. I've yeah. been wanting to play with the whole Russian Cold War angle. Yeah. And he's went, yoink, and he took it. 
and, and the rest boom, is history. Red Heat. He somehow got Arnold signed on. Fucking got Jim Belushi. Oh, what are you talking about? Arnold was in the hot tub. <laughs> they were all. Oh, shit. You yeah. think they're all together? Okay. They're, at Mol- they're on Molokai, the, the, the sexiest of all Hawaiian islands. Oh, man. I love it. And there's a lot of fun, familiar faces in here. Jim Belushi's wife at the time was in the movie. What was she? She was, uh, do you remember the diner scene? Yeah. Yeah, she was. uh, The one he called Sweet Cheeks. The one he was harassing, yeah. Yeah, the one that inspired Mel Gibson to say that to the cop. Yeah. Sugar tits. Sugar tits, yep. That was uh, was Jim Belushi's wife. I did not know that. Yeah. We got Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. How fun is it to see Peter Boyle as a to, like a command? What was he? Commander captain. or something? Captain. Captain. He was born for that role. He was. He he does actually fit the role really well. And Larry, not Lawrence, Larry Fishburne, Larry Fishburne. at this time was in it. Yeah, there's a lot of up and comers. Yeah, you know, familiar faces. Some other ones we'll get into as we get further into the movie. Sure, sure. We had uh, fucking Ed O. Ross, who's the villain, who was he was like. I think this was his only lead villain. He was always a hench in a ton. He was in Lethal Weapon. He was in one of my favorite movies, The Hidden, with Kyle MacLachlan from the late 80s. You can check that out if you haven't seen it. And so, yeah, he kind of looked like, uh, if you're an MMA fan, he looked like a scrawny Andre Arlovsky, which makes sense because he's Russian, too. So oh, it fits in. There we go. But, uh, yeah, um, let's just get into the movie because we got let's a lot it, of shit yeah. to unload. So, um, you know, Griff, they say it's not the heat. It's the humidity. <laughs> well, they never they didn't know anything about red heat. Look, uh, just out of curiosity, how do you Soviets deal with all the tension and stress? Vodka. Police Captain Ivan Danko came from behind the Iron Curtain. Danko, you're welcome. <laughs> Hunting down his country's deadliest criminal. What did he do? He take a leak on the Kremlin wall or something? I need cooperation. Sure. Whatever you say, Gumby. Now, he's about to team up. What do you say? He say, go and kiss your mother's behind. With the most unpredictable cop. How you doing, honey? Drop dead. Thank you. On the streets of Chicago. You look like Marvin Hagler to me. I lost money on Hagler! Captain Lisa. He's got his own kind of style. <laughs> body language is a beautiful thing, isn't it? He's got no style at all. Chicago cop never relinquishes his weapon. Here. <laughs> Rizik is a good cop. Police! And a total expert at fouling up. You did not make it, Victor. You kill a Chicago police officer, Chicago gets him first. I have my honor. With this much friction, I give up. This whole thing's very Russian. There's gotta be heat. I take care of this. Red heat. All right, great trailer. Welcome back. Oh, and Murray, this movie starts with uh, a nice, hot, steamy Andy Sedaris scene. What did I tell you? Yeah. It starts in a gigantic hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> this is a total Sedaris production, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, we were kind of talking about this beforehand, before recording. That this is all. This is the second most homoerotic uh, Schwarzenegger movie after Commando, of course. When, when did Commando come out? Did we got an eighty-five. I'm eighty-five. Say. So he was still in his gay vibes uh, for his movies. Yeah, clearly. Well, yeah, he still had the packs for yeah. it. Oh boy. And yeah, so we get just a bunch of just muscles and sweat and peck jelly and water and everything. There's fluids everywhere. 
And I think even they realized, wow, this is getting super gay. So this put the camera on some naked women for like five minutes. Yeah. And I love this, how they did this though. Cause it's like down a hallway and you see these naked women. It's like close enough where you, you get to make out everything, you know? And then There's right. Butts, tits, dicks everywhere. Flopping around. Oh, it's flopping crazy. Everywhere. And then we see, well, we don't know what's Arnold at the time, but a man come up to the camera. You could see a little bit of the pack, but he's got this little cock smock on. Yeah, he's wearing like an apron. Yeah, it's just the apron long enough to cover his uh, dick. Yeah. And it uh, must have been taped to his leg, too. His dick ski. We all know Arnold's four inches from the ground, so right. he, he taped he, that hey, thing up. Yeah, he taped it up. He, he didn't have CGI it. back then to remove it, so exactly. he just taped it. And yeah, so we see him. He's walking in here. We're like, oh, man, what's Arnold doing in here? Is he getting bone a couple chicks or something? Who knows? It's a Sedaris movie. Yeah. You see, see it all, though. You see the glutes. See Rowdy in the background there. Was it Rowdy? What? Yeah, he was one of the Abilene brothers. Yeah, Rowdy. <laughs> yes, okay. Oh, he's he giving a thumbs up. He's throwing a Frisbee with some guys. Because <laughs> they're exercising, too. This they're, isn't just like a bathhouse. There's yeah. some exercising equipment. But, yeah, he, uh, Arnold's got to go up to a man. And uh, not just any man, Griff. Not just any man. Are we talking about the Asian man? Oh, uh, yeah. The Asian man, people, if you're familiar with 19, as, as we opened our show with 1980s wrestling, Tiger Chung Lee, famous jobber from the WWF. Oh, shit. We brought him up before. And a, 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 a Golden Globus Theater uh, favorite and an Arnold favorite. Sven Oli Thorson, who played we last saw in our other Schwarzenegger movie, uh, what's the what's the game show one? Oh, Running Man. Running Man. He played the uh, the <laughs> security guard for Richard Dawson. Oh, okay. Good. He's in a, he's in a ton. He's in almost every Schwarzenegger movie from back in the day. But he's in it too. It's him and Tiger Chung Lee. Love it. Yeah, and he's undercover. He's yeah. We don't know this. They don't. Run, uh, I'm sure the trailer went over this, but yeah, he's undercover. And he's looking for somebody. Who's looking for somebody else? He's trying to get some leads because he's looking for someone specifically. And uh, w- w- was it Tiger Joe who puts a Tiger rock in Chung. his hand? Tiger Chung picks up a rock from the sauna. Yeah. And he places it in. This is like a, yeah. I guess, an initiation. You can tell if you're not a cop. If you put it, you can hold. Because cops cannot hold hot rocks. I think that's it, yeah. And he's hot rocking, as Rob Alpha would say. Yeah. And he puts it in his hand, and he just doesn't even fucking... React at all Oh man Those hands are as cold as Russia And then Boom He just punches Tiger Ching Lee In the face With the rock in his hand Oh it was That was a good punch And a good uh, Jump out the window too Well yeah He threw him out I didn't think there was Was there a window I thought he just threw him out a wall (laughs) Kool-Aid man style Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And they they go in the snow. I was kind of disappointed because I, I I played up that there was a lot of snow and there was there's not a lot of snow in this no. movie. This is all the snow you see. <laughs> but it's much like Michigan right now. There's no snow, so it, it makes sense. Yeah, there you go. And so they're just fighting. He's just destroying Tiger Chung Lee's taking some chops to the chest. He's jobbing as he usually he's jobbing does. Jobbing it out. He yeah. is. Sven is getting fucked up, and then he grabs Tiger by the mullet and he's like Rasta. Rasta! And then, like, I I had to point out that uh, the the uh, you know we don't pay for anything, so the version of the movie that Griff found had no subtitles, so we were going by body language <laughs> yeah. to figure out. Before we heard Rasta, yeah, and, and we're like, what's he Rasta Is he looking for weed? What the fuck's going on? And then we just okay, we know he's looking for something Rasta. I gotta say that was a fun challenge for this movie because I was like, well, there's probably only a minute. 
And then 5, 10, 15, 20 <laughs> minutes in before the first person speaks English. And then it, it immediately cuts back to people speaking Russian. I was like, oh, Murray's going <laughs> to not yeah. like We this. kind of pieced it together. But we get the gist. He's looking yeah. for a Rasta. Yeah, and then we get our credit cut, which is um, they illegally shot this in the Soviet Union. They went to the Red Square and did a bunch of shots. And we got credits rolling over it. And then we see Ivan back home. Yeah, I guess apparently Russian writing is just ours are always backwards. That's okay. all they <laughs> Oh, ends are backwards, too. Well, the what was backwards? N. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was another one, but I can't remember what letter it was. So, Arnold, back home. Uniform. And, uh, is the R backwards in the Toys R Us logo, too? Isn't it logo? is. You're yeah. right. Is that? Toys R Us is a Russian front. Oh, that's probably why they're closing down now. Right, yeah. yeah. Oddly enough, Putin just fired like his whole cabinet. Could have been the heat that he knew Executed was coming. Executed Jeffrey the giraffe. It was awful. Oh. So, uh, yeah, he gets um, a clue, a lead, a new string to pull on. Oh, from... yeah. The guy, Tiger Chung Lee, just spilled his guts. He's yeah. just like, but we don't know what he's saying because we didn't have any We were learning at this point. I didn't yeah. even realize how much of foreshadowing it was that his interrogation techniques work. Enhanced interrogation yeah. works it, well, 100%. Yeah. It always works. Police brutality always works. You always every, get the result you want. Every time. Especially torture. if you're wearing nothing but a cocksmock. Yes. So he, Arnold is now going to a bar and of course you get the record skip because he's in full uniform. Well, it was <laughs> the record skip is a guy playing live music. <laughs> You know. It's like the Russian Louis Arms, like, hello, Dolly, Blaine. <laughs> yeah, you're right. What's up? And, and then we see our man, Edo Ross, playing Ross. We learn he is Rasta. He's Victor Rasta. Yeah. And he's hanging out with some fucking smooth-ass mulleted dudes. They look fly as shit. Oh, man. I don't know how they got those mullets into communist Russia. He, it, I, he had to smuggle them in. I'm pretty sure it's this guy. When I saw him, I was like, that is Chalkney. That right there, just the blonde slicked back, little bit of curls going on back there. I was like, that is my envisionment. If if Chalkney was a person, that's it. <laughs> but he doesn't. Yeah, he's. We got to explain. Griff thinks Cockney is Chalkney. <laughs> I fucked up once and <laughs> I guess forever. Well, you did it in front of an Englishman, our buddy fucking Stuart. Yeah, you did it. And he was yeah. like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, he, I would say you're. I agree. It's very chalkney look. It, it is. <laughs> and of course, we're going by body language because we don't get anything. <laughs> no idea. We learn. I I did some research, Griff. I watched this scene on YouTube with the subtitles. We okay. learn is Ross. There's history between Rasta and Ivan Danko. Ivan Danko Jonsky. Michael is the only person who get that joke. He he <laughs> uh, he's like there's there's. It's personal shit between them. And then we learn a little bit about what's going on in Russian politics at the time. He's like, you just fuck with us, George. We learned that Rasta, Victor yeah. Rasta, is a Georgian. Yeah. He's not a Russian. And he's like, you guys are always fucking with us all the time. Why are you profiling us? Yeah. And like his buddy's like, you got no proof. You don't, you don't know. And then he's like, and then Arnold Stoneface. Yeah. He just goes, oh, really? That's Punching the shit at people can learn. That's how it gets results. Exactly. Enhanced Flips Chalkney over and grabs his leg. And we're like, what, what? the fuck? Like, we, we're thinking he rips this guy's leg off. Yeah. We're like, holy shit, man. Schwarzenegger's getting fucking brutal. Right. Turns out it's fake. The old fake leg trick. Old fake leg. And then he turns it over. 
cocaine them. I like that it wasn't even bagged. It was like there was yeah. a couple bags in there, but yeah. then there was also just loose cocaine. There's probably some stump sweat on it. Yeah. And shit. Oh, there's got to be stump sweat. And it's like, we got you, Ross. Arnold knows a lot about stump sweat. And, <laughs> 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 and so Ross just takes off. He hightails it. And we, we, I, we, I guess we forgot to point out earlier, there's a scene where his partner, I think his, his partner was dazed away from retirement, and they were talking about the opioid crisis in Russia. Not, we don't speak Russian, so <laughs> right. me and Murray are picking this up from body language. And know, that's how good we are at this, guys. Yes, and that's how good the acting was. And, uh, thank you. I got, the, I got the fact that his partner was upset about the opioid crisis going on in Russia. Yes. And he's just saying no. I've heard Justinowski, Justin Yet. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, all right, you go in. I'll be in the back door because that's where the bad guys always go to the back door. I mean, there's always one back door and then one real back door. And he knows and what. There's a cocksmock covering that back door. <laughs> cocksmock. So, of course, the, the chase is on. We've got. The red heat is on. The red heat <laughs> is on. Um, so we got Ivan. Ru- or Ivan. We got Victor run one way, and then we have his brother, who I didn't even realize he was his brother until like today. Uh, running in an opposite direction. I forgot about that. I knew he his brother died, but I didn't know that was his brother. I thought it was like from a previous thing. Yeah, that's his brother. Yeah, th- this is open the guy up all in the scene. the bald guy was it a bald it was a bald guy bald right? with yeah. the horseshoe. Yeah. yeah, okay. And he had like the suit on. Okay, yeah, I remember. So Arnold uh, chases the brother down, and Victor ends up uh, getting caught by Arnold's partner, who we should probably call. We don't need to read, really need to know, but potato. Okay. So potatoes got Victor cornered and Arnold's got uh, Victor's brother cornered and we're seeing kind of like dual scenes here where Arnold's like put him up and he, he uh, Murray we recognize this gun what gun does Arnold pull a uh, wildy I think it was oh yeah I know my Russian guns I would say that's a wildy 300 I don't remember what the number was oh yeah it was just the most powerful gun in the world we learned that from Death Wish 3 yeah and of course the, the W was just backwards so it's Russian right <laughs> and it had like an umlaut or something yes. so we, Arnold pulls out the wildy and uh, Victor's brother tries to pull a gun on him so Arnold just blasts him you got to he's standing his ground He's he was A on higher ground and B standing his ground standing so. his ground ski yeah, Gronsky's. He's Russian. So he fucking murders the shit out of the brother, and then we go back to mm. Victor and Potato, and what's going on there? Well, we think Victor's about to give it up. I think he even puts his gun down, and he's going to put his hands up. And reminiscent of the soldier. Remember the soldier? Oh, I remember the soldier. Slowly. Fucking Travis Bickle gun. Got that stuck <laughs> in his, his Gun flies out into his hand. Yeah. Little Derringer, little, little pea shooter. Fucking blows the partner away. Well, potato, potato is smashed. Yeah, potato, <laughs> potato has been smashed. Oh man! So uh, and he gets away. We see Victor just run off in the distance. There's a man waiting. Jumps in a car. Chicago. We just jump right over. Wow. Yeah. A little and bit of contrast we, here. We, we go from we get yeah. some some sexy street walkers. We're seeing some titties. We're seeing some ass. Is this a scene? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're getting some nice play-by-play from our man Jim playing Artie Ribic, I think was his name. Yeah, like it's a horrible last name. So mm-hmm. just Trouble. Art. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. And I he's just like, talking, check yeah. those fucking tomatoes out. Oh, my God. Yeah, the prostitutes come out. And one of them is not wearing a bra and has huge tits. So he's just like, those are homegrown. That's homegrown talent. I know homegrown when I see homegrown. HMOs, she needs a breast exam. Yeah. 
and we we he's we got his partner Gallagher yep. and our man Larry Fishburne Stobbs, I think was his name. That sounds right. Stops. Okay, Stobbs. I know his name was it was Charlie. I think it was Charlie Stobbs. And Stobbs is like, Hardy, come on. We're like in a stakeout. Can you stop checking out the tits all the time? You right. and the tits in the ass. Hey, man, I'm just looking. You yeah, know, I ju- I ju- I'm doing my police work. I got to make sure everybody's I cool. mean, I, I, I gotta, I'm going to jerk off right now because that's joke, jerk off <sighs> joke number one because he says like 20 of them throughout the movie. Uh, yeah. <sighs> and he's, he's also noticing the woman's she looks a little off. So he's like, I got to get over there and. Make sure it's balanced. Got to find the center. And Jesse's about to do that. Like, wait, wait. There he is. And we learned they're, they're, they're staking out these group called the Clean Heads. The Clean Heads. Which are kind of like, I guess, a take on the Black Pants. Like an extreme like uh, black kind of group, black mm-hmm. Marxist group, kind of like Nation of Islam. And, of course, they're up to no good. Of course they are. Black people can never try to improve themselves. When you get them together in a group, they're up to no good. Oh, God. And so they're in like a tenement. So they sneak up. Guy going in. Boston freeze dirt bags. Kick the door in. Of course, they're fucking get coke and shit. See, I, I, back in the 80s, they didn't bring in the SWAT teams. They just brought in three overweight. To, well, Lawrence Fishburne came in. He's Larry. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, they bring in the 60-year-old man who's yeah. a couple weeks away from retirement, right. and then Jim Belushi character who just wants the final prostitute breast. But they do the job pretty well. I mean, they bust in oh, that apartment. Oh, you know what? We missed something. We, we, when we first get to Chicago, Rasta is in a payphone. Rasta. Because yeah. this is important because it leads into the scene we're talking about now. He, they're, they're making the coke for Rasta, wasn't there? Wasn't yeah. There? So he's in a payphone, and the, this is how this is how you, they do the deal. He rips a hundred bill in half, yeah, and he gives it. I, apparently, I guess the clean heads were going to give this dollar to their drug. Because well, from what I it was very, I was very confused. Were the clean heads like the middlemen? Yes, they're the between. I must. I'm going to be racist and say they're Colombians that were going to do the coke because every Colombians dealt coke in every '80s movie. So we're going to well, call them right the Colombians. Right at the end, there was yes. Colombian. So. They so they're in the, in the in the middle ground between Rasta, who is the biggest coke dealer and cocaine dealer in Russia, and the Colombians. Okay, yeah, that was so, kind of like the the lead into the clean heads going up to the apartment and then our cops following right. them up there. So that was the whole point. Is he's gonna he's waiting there to get his coke? I'm guessing. And the thing to tell that I guess Rasta was on the up and up is he would have the other half of the hundred dollar bill. Yes. Okay. All right. Got that. It, out it was still a little more. Drawn like I said, out. very convoluted. It was a little more drawn out than that. Like, Victor wasn't waiting around to get his drugs that day. It was like, we got to go check this and that. You know, okay. they had to do some intense research. So, anyways, Belushi and the boys, they kick in the door, and they're taking out the perps. You know, they get, they get like, there's four uh, clean heads in there, and then there's just one other guy. Actually, no, Victor did go up there because they catch Victor. No, they, they catch Victor off camera, which I'm sure was another scene that got cut from okay. this movie. But no, Victor's God, they, yeah, it, it was so confusing. It's very confusing. God, movie. this is so confusing. Yeah. Oh, so they they we just get a shootout scene. It's this. It, I haven't seen it in decades, but it reminded me. I think there was this exact same scene by, and it, it makes sense because the same director who did uh, Eddie Murphy movie Forty Eight Hours. He loves these mo- scenes where they're like in like. Very cramped spaces, a lot of doors and shit. Yeah, so we get, is, yeah. so it's like an apartment building. So there are all these doors, people are hiding behind them and shooting. And suffice it to say, of course, Artie saves the day. They catch the guy because they because Lawrence chases the. Well, this is what I didn't get. 
So they have the guys with the gu- the the drugs, and there's only one guy with a shotgun. Right. All the cops leave to get that one guy. Nobody yes. stays with the drug guy. So they're probably thrown in the toilet and getting rid of everything. I mean, they were at least handcuffed to a pole. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so Artie's like, I know where he's going to go for the fucking sca- uh, fire escape. So he just goes downstairs. Yeah. They meet him in the middle, catch the guy. And then we yeah. get we get a little uh, racist humor. He's like, you look like Marvin Hagler. Yeah. I lost money on Marvin Hagler. Because oh. there was a Marvin Hagler, Sugar Ray Leonard yeah. fight where people assumed that Marvin Hagler won and he didn't. So they bring in all the perps, you know, the you know, Belushi's like praising himself, patting himself on the back, and uh we get news that they got this Victor guy, and that's when we cut back to Russia and we're here and Yeah, he, he got, got picked up, he ran a red light, is what happened. That's what and it he was. had a gun in his his uh glove box. They they were concerned because he was driving and we know it's Chicago, so of course he had two Chicago dogs in his hands. And, and he was driving while Georgian and we know uh, you can't we learned from the beginning of the movie Georgians are scum and they're yeah. cocaine dealers. Exactly. And so uh he was, he was eating a peach too. He was eating a Jesus Christ, dude. That's how, that's how Georgian he is. Man, two hot dogs and a peach. Yeah. Man, he must have. It's that little dare. And he was, he, he was all dripping on his hands. <laughs> he, so he, like, he couldn't stop. Well, there's too much shit already on a Chicago hot dog. Way so too of course much. it's dripping. Chili, mustard, and onions is all you need, you that's motherfuckers. all you need. So, yeah, he gets busted. And so it's, the, they're out of their jurisdiction. They're just like... We found this Russian. They they let Russia know. We get for, yeah. For some reason, they're working with the Russians to be like, take your scum back here, man. Well, diplomatic immunity. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> so yeah, so we get they get a little teletext thing in Russia. We can't read it because it's in Russian and we don't have <laughs> subtitles. But we figure it out. It's because Rasta Victor Rasta has been busted, and they're sending over Arnold to pick him up because. They have, this is something personal. They have something. This is Arnold's case. Yeah. So, we, we see we get a scene at the funeral of his partner. Very grim. It's like it's like they're outside and the guy tops down on the coffin. It's like an open casket outside when they're just about to put him in the hole. Damn. I think it was mother like Russia. They couldn't even afford tops to coffins. I think Maybe. they just buried him without tops. Maybe just pour some vodka. On and we see his superior, and he's like, "Yeah, we found Rasta. He's in America. We're in Chicago. Chicago." We're going to send you the gangster. And they did that. And it was like, and made the machine gun noise. Oh, boy. And yeah. And then he made a jerk off motion because this is the humor. <laughs> and this is humor. So, they, yeah. So then Vic, uh, I, I'm going to keep calling fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger Victor through the whole movie, but he's Ivan. Ivan, yeah. Vanya, too, as, as Victor calls him. So. We go back to the Chicago airport where we have our. Was picking. it an airport? I didn't know why. I thought it was a bus station. It I didn't know what like a it bus was. Station. <sighs> it probably was supposed. To, there was probably a bus station posing as a. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. well, you're we're going. No, you're going way ahead of yourself. We're not at the airport yet. Because what happens is, we Arnold shows up. We get he he fucking shames uh, Artie on his chess playing because we know Russians are better chess players because Artie has a little chess thing, and he's just like, do that move. I know what I'm doing. I'm American. Wait a minute. So I'm trying to tell him about how he gets picked up from the airport. And oh, you're jumping ahead when I he's thought, already at the oh, office. I thought you were doing the action scene at the airport. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, okay. no, no. All right. No. I, like I said, it's very convoluted. We can't even get our own story straight. All right. So, go, go. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so Art picks up um, Ivan from the airport He's making all kinds of red jokes. He's like, I'm parked in a red 
zone. Get it. And then he looks at the camera and winks. I thought that I was did, a little you know, too on the nose. You know what I liked? Uh, he was eating uh, Chicago popcorn with the caramel and, and the, the cheese. cheese and the butter. Yeah, he was eating that. So is that a real like, thing? Okay. I mean, yeah. I know that they say that is. I yeah. Know. No, okay. that's a thing. Okay. Chicago mix. Um, but he, you know, they're driving him back to the hotel. He's giving more shit. That's that's your humidity scene where Gallagher's oh. in the back. Like, I thought I came up with that joke. Wow. It's, yeah, it was actually that. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. You stole it. Uh, but Gallagher's. Oh, have, if you're going to steal, you steal from the best. <laughs> He's just Jim like. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, Chicago's really hot in August. Uh, it's the humidity. But once again, I love it because I'd said last week. Russia is in perpetual winter in movies. Like it should <laughs> it be summer in Russia too. They're in the northern hemisphere with us. Yeah, it's, but no, it's it's snowing it's in Russia. Yeah. yeah. So they're like uh, Jim Belushi's like you know humidity, moisture makes your balls sweat. Makes stick your to balls your legs. sweat. You know when you're jerking off uh, when you're watching your dude porn. <laughs> <laughs> when you're wearing your cock smock, you know what I mean. Hey, of course you know. Eat this hot dog. <laughs> and. and- Arnold Schwarzenegger just credit. Well, it's not that hard not to laugh at any of this because no, it's funny. But he's keeping it straight. Yeah, and he's just like, yes, we have humidity in Russia. I have heard of humidity. So he's uh, they're gonna off take to a bad start. Off, oh, horrible start. They're gonna take him to his hotel, but instead, Arnold's like, "Where did Victor stay? Oh, he stayed at this little crack den. Do you do you want to see it? And then he's like, "No, I want to stay there." So they drop him off, and they're just like, all right, have a good time. And he walks in, and we get the sleazy motel, like these charged by the hour guy. Did you notice the name above? uh, I did, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. And uh, so uh, the guy's like got roaches everywhere, and he's like, hey, you're a Russian. Forget about it. (laughs) And I, I, I think... He, once again, to his credit, he plays it straight. He just yep. like, show me a room. Goes up to the room, puts. Of course, you know every TV in the eighties had uh, coin, coin operated. <laughs> puts it on. Of course, and of course, I remember this vividly. All in the eighties, nothing but hardcore porn was on TV. I don't know what was going on, <laughs> but there's playing hardcore porn as, yeah. as, as you would. And it was, it was after nine o'clock, which is the adult hour, right? And he's just like capitalism. <laughs> I don't get this joke, but I love it because it's so. It's the, the capitalism is so grotesque. Like, well, you can monetize anything, right? You know, you know as long as, for, as, long as we poor. make money, you know, who cares? So here you go. You okay. really want to set the scene up? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Ivan goes into the office. Goes in the office. We see your man Art. We learn that he's a little cerebral. He's got the chess thing, but we know the greatest chess master is always Russian. Always, Gary Kasparov. I think was it. That sounds like a guy. Bobby Fisher, he's American, and so, but we're having our own Gary Kasparov meets Bobby Fisher moment here. I like it because uh, uh, Dank. I'm going to start calling Danko. I don't want to call him Arnold. I want to. He's in character. I'm going to call him his character. I've been Danko, <laughs> Danko Jones, and he's just like Queen, do whatever. I, I, I don't know how to play chess, guys, but he's like he's telling him how to win. He's like, Ugh, it's I, just it's you got to say it like uh, Battleship Queen to B seven. <laughs> okay. That's what I'll say. And he's like, I know what I'm doing. And then we, so we, we get this more tension. We're like, How could these guys ever be friends? There's this two opposite. Yeah. We got the snob versus the slob, a classic 80s thing. I mean, 
I didn't even realize it until halfway through. I was like, "Oh, this is a buddy cop movie. Of course it is." I don't. Right. I don't know why I couldn't notice that early. I, I spent all my noticing powers on figuring out Russian body language. That's oh. what it was. I was just noticing like obscure character actors in the background. <laughs> There's so <laughs> many of them. But uh, so then we got we got our first scene of Peter Boyle, the captain. Oh God, I love Peter Boyle as a captain. And almost as good as the guy who's running a kickboxing uh, tournament. Oh, big time. And he's like, and I think Larry Fishburne brings him in, and we see he's got fucking Anya playing. He's got fucking he got that one of those things that you get like in South America where it's like you turn it up, it sounds like rain. Oh, the rain the, stick, the yeah. rain stick, yeah. all that shit. Because he's a he's a classic captain. He's got a lot of stress, and yeah. he needs to. He's actually being uh, a, I don't know what the word is, but he's like making. He's not. He's trying to not be like the classic captain. He doesn't want to have a heart attack. So he's being, you know, he's like, right. I'm going to mellow out Serenity now. I got my Anya. I got yeah. my rain stick. And and uh, uh, fucking um, Ivan. Ivan, he does the classic uh, uh, Yakov Smirnoff move in communist Russia. We drink vodka. Yeah, because he's trying to share. He's trying to get some wisdom on try, stress. He wants it, to learn more It's perestroika, about it. baby. We're trying to come together as exactly. Russian and Americans. Boyle's being real cool about it. He's telling them, like, hey, you know, this is the deal with Victor. We caught him. He ran a red light. The hot dogs and the peas. He's just like, what is Chicago dog? And, um, he, and he goes, this is shit, and throws it in the trash. Gross. Like, Who would put the pickle on a hot dog? Ugh. Fuck you. But, uh, yeah, and then stress Come management Russia, courses. we put borscht on hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he gets, he gets all the They're like, all right, they're like, all right, you know, we know what you're here for. Here's the extradition, the papers, sign them, and we'll give you your boy Rasta. And he's like, good, sound good. So they bring him down to the lockup where they got Victor. Victor's pissed off. We have another tete-a-tete. We don't know because we don't have any subtitles, but we're, we get the gist. They don't like each other. Yeah, it's, it's just more bullshit. So we, and, well, then they go to the place where they get all the shit they confiscated from Victor. We yep. got the cracker jack. He's already being like, uh, you know, corrupted American. by America. He's thinking. Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack's awful, by the they way. They are awful. Oh, it's like this, yeah, it's awful. And he's got a little like a uh, little key. Yeah, just and, a little guy. And he just Arnold Schwarzenegger just looks at what key for? Fuck you. <laughs> okay, whatever. Jim, Jim, why don't you ask him? Yeah. And he asks Jim and just says something real mean. Jim's like, been, even though Jim's a badass Chicago cop, he's been pussified by this liberal America we live that's in. That's definitely so he's what it all is. All about rights for criminals. I think. Uh, I think we've learned at this point that the clean heads all got off scot free. And he's like, they shot at cops. The guy had a shotgun, and you know, you know, liberal. Yeah. yeah, we we learn in every movie, liberalism to kill you. Yeah, judges, these liberal judges. Yeah, um, we find out the key. Jim asks him, "What are you doing with the key, buddy?" And he says, "Well, he does the Russia. classic, like if you don't speak English, what yeah. are you doing with the key?" Oh, we've been emphasizing that hard so far, so. <laughs> No need to point it out now. But uh, so says something in Russian. What did he say? And Arnold repeats it. He said, you kiss your mother's butt. He said, he said, cocksmock. That that was enough yeah. to put Jim over the he tries to yeah. choke the guy out. But it was like really half ass. Like was. You could tell that Victor would have kicked his ass. Like, hold me back. Guys, hold me back. Yeah, it was like a lean into Lawrence Fishburne, Larry Fishburne kind of maneuver. Like, oh, yeah, hold me back, guys. But 
Okay, this is the end of the movie, Griff. They're just going to go to the train station slash yeah. bus station slash airport. Victor's and handcuffed to Arnold. It's, it's they over. Didn't, they didn't bother like doing any kind of funny business here, and you know. Yeah. So, so, we, so we're in the airport bus station. I don't know what. And he's like, "Yeah, well, hey, it was nice working with you. I'll see you, Dasvidaniya, baby." And just as it happens, we see a, an armored car yeah. roll up outside, and we see. Some suspicious black. I'm not. They're not, I'm not, I'm not suspicious because they're black. <laughs> they're just. They look suspicious because they're wearing the. They got. They got these guns and they're wearing these uniforms and yeah. they're getting out. Because why would you be picking up money if you're in an armored car picking money in an airport? Yeah, suspicious. really. Suspicious. And we learned that uh, guys, it's the clean heads. Oh, they just got released this morning. They were all wearing fancy wigs. That's what was really throwing us off, right? And also <laughs> making us suspicious. Yes. And so. They, uh, I think one of them hits Arnold over the head with a shotgun because he's still handcuffed to Victor. Yes. And we see the key go flying out of Arnold's like pocket. But there's so many people walking by that it kind of goes unnoticed. Right. Well, Victor notices it because he goes for that key. And they're like, oh, we got to get out of here. And they grab him. Yeah. I don't know how they got him out of the handcuffs. I guess he had some bolt cutters or Probably some Probably bolt shit. cutters. And they t- Jim Belushi is like, Going off buying a hot dog or some shit. Yeah, this, Jim uh, went off to buy scratchies and another another. Hot yeah, dog. right. Because he was getting, he was getting like he's a like, of course, because he's the classic slob character. He's a degenerate gambler too, so he's getting the horse race like papers yeah. and all that shit. Gallagher hung back though, and mm, he pays the price. So there's a shootout. Yeah, Gallagher gets killed. It's literally, he was gonna retire. They're having a retirement party at the end of the day. Yeah, that's how close to retirement he was. And Victor, not Victor, Ivan, <laughs> I told you I'm going to say this to all the movie. Ivan, because Ivan just sounds like a bad guy name. It does. Well, Ivan Drago, and his right. name Danko, exactly. who I've already exactly. mixed up several times. So Ivan clutches, he grabs that key, and everyone, everyone forgets about it. They, grab, they just go, no, we don't have time. They grab Victor, and they take off. Yeah. So we, later, at the hospital. So uh, during that whole thing, um, Art actually did shoot one of the, one of the Russians. He did. And so, because apparently there was, there's like two other Russians with, or three other, yeah. no, no two. Because there's the there's, blonde, there's, there's a, at least two. Yeah, because there's the blonde guy, and yeah. then there's the guy Talking. who gets shot, yeah. and then there's Victor. So yes, one of them gets shot, and he's in a coma because we're in the hospital now. Yeah, and Danko, he's got a mild concussion. There we go. They don't want the, the doctors like we, you can't question him. He's just he's too discombobulated. But his 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 uh like Russian. The, his Russian liaisons from Washington flew in because yep. this is embarrassing. Russians never fuck shit up, so they're embarrassed by how 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 Danko just fucked the whole thing up. All yeah. he had to do was pick up a guy and take him back to Russia. I mean, first the whole match with uh, Rocky Balboa and the failure there, right. and now you got that was this. the first chink in the armor exactly. of Iron Curtain, and now you got this happening. And oh. so they're reading them the riot act. They're like, "What am I gonna do, you fucking idiot?" You're off the case. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as you can get out of this bed, he had, he had a, a, a horrible coma or uh, not coma, but uh, concussion. So he's yeah. not supposed to be walking around. But we we know he's going to be up in no. As time. long as he doesn't go to sleep, this is this. They yeah. they they did the CT. You know, <laughs> the concussion protocols. Yeah, like he can he can play. Yep, he can he definitely can get it. back out on the field. And then so he's just like he's humiliated. But they're like, you're on the first plane to Moscow. And then as soon as they walk out, he opens his hand. You see that key. Yep. 
And he's like, he's he's like, fuck it, I'm still on this. Yeah, case. I'm going off the grid if, if if I have to. I'm going off the grid to get this thing. So I guess Jim Artie, he's got to like you know see uh, Ivan off. He comes in the room. Ivan's getting dressed in a fucking like pimp ass green suit. He's fitting in with America. Yeah. And we get and when you don't get a jerk off joke from Jim, you get a Gumby joke. Yeah. So he goes. He probably just jerked off off screen, so he's like, <laughs> you know. He's like covering. He's like, hey there, Gumby. What is Gumby? You know, and we're supposed to be uh, cracking up. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> I was. I don't know about. <laughs> and he's like, I am, I am undercover now. And like, what? You just you had a concussion. How are you going to go undercover, Gumby? Eight feet tall, <laughs> jerking off, jerking off. He's already back to the jerk off. Wow, man. So he. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, convoluted. The word of the today is convoluted. So Victor goes, ah, damn it. Ivan goes back to the police station. I guess he's getting his paperwork together. I don't fucking know. And we we get we learn a little bit about what a bad dude Victor Rasta is. His dad, Griff, yeah. is so fucking bad. He invaded USA. He bazookaed a neighborhood. He shot Billy Drago in the dick. What? We learn that Victor Rasta is short for this Victor Rostov. No way. The villain from Invasion. Fortunately, a brave agent of America, Matt Hunter, killed Rostov Sr. Okay. But Victor Rasta is still on the loose. So this is a fucking sequel. Exactly. Oh my God! This is bigger than I thought it was. And uh, uh, they gotta get they, they gotta Peter talk Boyle to the, Donnelly, yeah, Commander. He's like, do whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. I love it. He's so de-stressed that he's just <laughs> like, I know you guys will do the right thing in the end. So I want you to go ahead with your case, Ivan. Great suit, by the way, buddy. You're looking great today. Looking like a uh, 21st century Gumby. Oh man. Gumby with the gun in his pants. But he's also got kind of a secret motive here. Well, yeah, he's feeling, feeding them full of shit because then Larry Fishburne's like, what? Yeah, what, what the are fuck we are doing He's like, shut up. All right. I've been wanting to get rid of that already fuck forever. He's all my stress. This is him. Yeah. If they fucking, hey, man, if they catch Rasta, great. We look like fucking princes. If they fuck it up, it's all on them. Right. And they learn about Victor getting uh, met up in jail by a pimp and another lady. Two people yeah. visited because they're like, because they're, they're following leads, Griff. Yeah. So they're like, so Danko's like, okay. With the, Jim tells him, Artie, he's just like, yeah, we, they're a, a mysterious woman and this known pimp. We know all, he's, he know, he's up in everybody's business. We and got they, him. We, we, yeah. we, we brought him in. Yeah. So if you want to interrogate him. Go ahead. But remember, we have Miranda rights. Miranda rights. Miranda rights. What is that bullshit? Who who is she? That that's the big joke. Who who's Miranda? That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you I look at the joy in your face <laughs> from that joke. <laughs> totally. I'm 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 smiling like Schwarzenegger is in this movie. <laughs> oh, so we man. get hey Griff, we're talking about some old buddies. Fucking this was the from Tango and Cash, Jack Palance's major hench. He had an Australian accent at the time. He's playing the pimp. I forget the guy's name. Yeah. But he's the pimp. Very nice that they, because usually in the 80s especially, if he was a pimp, it had to be a black guy. But yeah. no, they, they flipped the script. It's a white guy. I love it. There's no way this guy would be a pimp. This guy's a geek. 
I, I love their – you get to see both horrible interrogation styles, both how they abuse the system. Good cop, bad, bad cop ski. Good cop. <laughs> I, I like that Belushi started it off nice and slowly. You know, he well, did, he's dealt with this guy many a time. Yeah, so he, he, know, he knows to do the four-inch, you know, or is it bigger? And then he grabs the chair. Would you like it to be longer or shorter sentencing? <laughs> you know, a little callback to tippy taps there. That's um, right. I was like, I was yeah, <laughs> searching I, I, my mind. Like, what do you, I know what you're talking yeah. about, but I don't know what it's from. The so hor- many callbacks on the this horrible show. interrogation styles of Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, but no. Well, he's like, in America, we know how to grease the wheels. And he pulls out what we think is some money and he throws it in the pimp's yeah. coat. And the co- he tosses a $100 bill in there. And the pimp's like, fuck you. I ain't going to do shit. He, he's, he gives them false information. He's like, I know that's bullshit. You know why I know it's bullshit? Because I smell something on you. <gasps> heroin. And he pulls heroin in between heroin, the bills. Heroin. Heroin. Excuse me. Uh, and it's just not cutting through, though. It's not enough. So Arnold's like, good job. Let me take over. Because well, he's, he's on. He's like, you've. This is the fifth time you've done that already. All right, I you can't get me on this. Yeah, and then he's like, "Let me take over." Yeah, and apparently uh, Ivan just breaks the guy's fingers. That's breaking fingers. Well, he takes that chair. He's like, "Would you like to go to prison for this long?" And he just breaks it over his back. And then fucking starts snapping fingers. He's like, "All right," he immediately like you know, and it works, guys. Enhanced it's interrogation works. works. You get results, and he gives them. All the information about what's going on with the drug deals, I think I don't remember. And he, <laughs> they get they definitely get another lead. He's uh, like Abdul Muhammad, yeah. who's, who we learn is the head of the Clean Heads, who is in prison. Yeah, I think it's Elijah Abdul. Actually, okay, you're right. It's Abdul Elijah. Okay, and uh, which sh- is a callback to Nation Islam because Elijah Muhammad is the was the head. Gotcha. Of. And so they go to prison. We get some probably drop the soap jokes because this is a Jim Belushi thing. I think he did say, I'll be in the back jerking off. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. I, I, I love how they're going to talk with somebody. They put him in gen pop. Like, and the guy goes, you're on your own. I know. The, the security guard is just like, all right, guys, have fun. You got this. I, so we meet uh, Abdul Elijah, and he he's, he's not going to break. He's like, no. He's like, I'm not. I'm a fellow. I'm for the cause, brother. You know, we yeah, we do deal drugs, but we do it for the cause. Yeah. And I, he's like, there's not any shit you can do with me. He's like, well, I could poke your eyes out. Oh, can you? Whips up his shades. Yeah. Blind. Well, uh, Arnold threatened him. He's like, I'll rip out your eyes and put the... Or he first threatened his balls, and he said, I'm going to put them in a jar next to my bed. Next to my parakeet. <laughs> next to my parakeet. <laughs> and then it was, I'll rip out your eyes and... And Abdul reveals that his eyes are just fogged over. He's blind. So blind he's like, he's Abdul. He's, he's the only guy in this movie who believes in the cause that he fights for. And he's like, no, I'm not giving up, Ross. I'm not telling you anything. He, about yeah, he even calls out Ivan on. He's like, your country's pretty bullshit, too. As he, I see it, I'm the only Marxist here. And then poor. I mean, he even checkmates. He's uh, just like, I, don't, I can't say anything back. I kind of feel bad for Abdul because he was 13 when he was imprisoned. In and out, yeah. Poor guy. And he only sells drugs to white people. He so. would, I loved it because he's like, I'm not just going to sell it to white people. I'm going to sell it to all white people and their sisters. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Man in a dream. Yeah. So, okay. So we're, we've reached a dead end. What are they going to do? Well, no. What Abdul says to Ivan is, you need to talk to Victor because I know you have the key now. 
but he has the hundred dollar bill. He's like, yeah, if you once again, very convoluted. Yeah, everything is about this fucking key. Well, it's about the key and the hundred dollar <laughs> bill. Those are the two things you need to have in order to complete this. So deal. this lead went nowhere. So hey, we remember there was this female who also came to see Victor. Well, earlier. He did go somewhere. He sets up a meeting with Victor. What? Yeah. He says, you're going to meet Victor, and you need to play nice with him. I don't even remember. Otherwise, you're, all this shit's going to go to f- shit. This <laughs> how convoluted it is. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Anyway, before that happens, they're going to check in with this woman. They found out who she was, and she, work, she runs a dance studio. Of course. In, in the ghetto. And... Oh my God, Griff! Another Golden Globus Theater classic. It's Gina Gershon. We last saw in Out for Justice, the classic Steven Seagal movie, and oh. I, I can attest, Griff, she can still get it wet. She can still get it wet. Yes, she's looking pretty wet in this scene. She's very wet. She's got some she sheen all up on her. Oh, Jim Belushi hit her with, "You've been masturbating. <laughs> You've been pulling the parakeet. <laughs> <laughs> pulling the parakeet." <laughs> And she's like, hey, I, and that's where she says, you know, I can still get it wet if that's what you're insinuating. And she's like, what do you cops want now? She's basically saying, doing the exact same role from Out for, Out for Justice. Yeah. Note for note. Exa- it, she really is. She's inside <laughs> a two club. <laughs> yeah. God damn. And she's like, we, 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 but she reveals a bombshell. She is the wife. A Victor Rasta. Oh, God. What? Damn. And she's like, look, pigs, all I can tell you is I was there because I had to I had to get a, his passport and a hundred a torn hundred dollar bill and I had to give it to somebody. Yeah. That's all I know. That's all I did. Stop harassing me. And they're like, Oh, really? Is that all you did? Okay. Yeah. All right, well, we're gonna leave and we're never gonna see you again. Oh, oh, good move. Good move here. Good move here. So they go, and they immediately go into a car across the street. They stand in the street for, like, 40 minutes just chatting. Well, we, we no, yeah, we learn that it's personal, that Ivan had killed. He, uh, tells, he tells Artie, I killed his brother. It's potato. personal between me. Oh, no, not potato. No, I, potato. I didn't give that guy a name. His brother was potato. <laughs> <laughs> his brother was potato. And he's just like, it's personal, brother. So we're going to stake this place out. He's like, well, that's great. I'm going to go get some, some Chicago. I'm going to jerk off for a minute, and then I'm going to get the Chicago <laughs> hot dog. I love this. He's like, I'm going to get you the full American dinner. Uh, cheeseburger, a donut, fries, and coffee. And he goes, sounds good. And he gets in the car. Of course, there's a whole thing about give me the keys. You can't have the keys. You can't drive a car around here. Give me the keys. So he relentlessly gives him the keys. And Arnold's sitting in the car, just minding his own business, keeping an eye not on the cat. Not masturbating. Not Actually, not masturbating. He finds all the tissues and oils and everything, but he's like, this is gross. <laughs> Porn mags all spattered <laughs> on there. Uh, but, yeah, he gets harassed by, by a local because he's parked yeah. in uh, his spot. This guy, who, the only person I've ever heard had a worse Chicago action than Griff is <laughs> <laughs> this actor in this role. He's like, hey, man, you parked in my spot there. <laughs> you see these four wheels? They're in my four-wheel spot. Give me 50 bucks and we'll forget about it. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about, pulls out that switchblade. No, you had a baseball bat. Oh, he was a baseball bat? Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about you meeting my babe Ruth here. And right in the middle of that, uh, Ivan just punches him in the face. Oh, no. You got to bring this up. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> Do you know who Miranda is? 
Who's that bitch? Oh, Good I, punches. That was a great callback. Ooh, they, these jokes are thick. And the guy is just like passed out. He's hanging in the in the car. A, ba- a man, uh, Artie, shows up with got all his got the Chicago dogs. He's got the popcorn. He got everything Chicago. <laughs> And he's just like, hey, who's this guy? I think he's dating Miranda. <laughs> and, that was good. And hey, I'm going with the flow of this movie. Yeah. Gets in. As soon as uh, our boy already gets in, Victor, damn it, Ivan <laughs> sees Cat is jumping in a cab across the street. So he just fucking boom, takes off, spills the fucking lube all on fucking uh, <laughs> Artie's pants. He's like, hey, I like my lube inside my pants, <laughs> not outside. You're ruining my pants here. Oh, God. And I poured a little <laughs> coffee on one of my mags. These are pristine condition. Oh, they're all sticky. Yeah. These were mint. <laughs> and so they, we get a slow chase. And we learn to slow chase, guys. These guys, this is a cat and mouse move. Yeah. The clean head who's driving with cat. Pulls up into a parking garage. Yeah, Cat's like, hey, those guys are following us. And he looks back into the camera. That's the point. Oh. Oh. So we're learning not only is it a trap, but Cat's, she's a good person at heart. She's, yeah. doesn't, she's not trying to lead them into a trap, but she's going along with it because she's scared. Yeah. So they, they pull up into this parking garage, get out. What happens, Griff? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> you caught me daydreaming there for a minute. I was like, yeah. I also want to point out, because this, this is some back to the foreshadowing. While Arnold was uh, in the car, he, for some reason, because it moves the plot along, right, there's a serial number on the key that yeah. he has. He writes it on a napkin. Yeah. Or cum rag. I don't know what it was. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> It had to be a cum rag. So that, that, will, that will come into play later, guys. So there. we're in the parking garage. Set, I'm setting the scene up for you, Griff. You're in yeah. the parking garage. Because I'm lost, too. Yeah. So um, Art gets out first, and there's all these uh, uh, clean heads. Clean why am I, head. why am I forgetting their name right now? <laughs> clean heads. There's all these clean heads just standing there waiting for them, and Art makes a very tasteful race, race joke. Looks like uh, the Dream Team from 1996. Oh, wait, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, this didn't happen. Yet. But it's a, it's a, it's a. Bas- I, I'm, I'm impressed with your racist joke. But this just so happens to be the very meeting that Abdul had set up. Yeah, they take the guns. Yep, take everybody's guns. They take uh, Artie hostage, put a gun to his head. Yeah, he's mouthing off. They're like, we don't appreciate your racist humor here. Exactly. They don't even flip out on him. They're just like, hey, we're going to be cool. They don't even rough him up. They don't even punch him in the lip one time for his bullshit racism. They should have, but no, they don't. Man. So they're like, Mr. Danko, Victor, he's right there. So we see Victor like a silhouette. They go off. It's very tense, very Russian. We're reading body language once again because we don't have subtitles. But we learn it's tense. We get the fucking, you killed my brother. There will never be peace between us. Yeah. And uh, he, he wants the key and he offers Arnold. He's like, look, I'm going to give you more money than you would ever get in that communist bullshit country of yours. That's the thing. Victor's been in America for three days. He's already been corrupted by capitalism. Yeah. And Ivan's like, it's no, the Cracker Jacks, man. He's it was a Cracker Jack. Ivan's like, no, I still believe in the Soviet ideals. I will not crack. You cannot give me money. You can't give me anything. Not a thing. So he's like, oh, and then I don't know why Ivan doesn't kill him here. Uh, because he doesn't know he 
I he could have wrung his neck, but I guess he was feeling bad about possibly getting you know Art killed. Well, My they, question: They this had him is, over a barrel. Kind why of. didn't they just search him for the key? I don't know. Like I mean, I because that would make sense. Yeah, they, like they <laughs> uh, Art did a nice maneuver where he's like, "Oh yeah." You know what it was is when they were in the car. He gave Art the key. Yes. That's what happened. So, yeah, yeah. So, Ivan would not technically have the key on him. Plausible exactly. deniability. Plausible deniability. And Art called it out like, yes, we would have the key on you. Or Convoluted God, people. God fucking Cat, by the way, she's like freaked out. She's like, I'm out of here. I did my part. I'm out of here. So, she just takes off. Right. So, yes, they go. They, 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 they take the bluff. They believe no one has a key. So, they let him go. Yep. They give him their guns back. They hop back in their car. They're leaving. They're having a nice. Well, they got well, while they were driving. They also got a call on the like the radio that the the Russian is coming out of his coma in the yeah. hospital. So, like, all right, we'll question him. Yeah, they have a nice uh, political conversation on the way over there. Oh my god, do you remember this talk? Well, we learned that China has no drug dealers because they line them up and kill them. And yeah. Arnold's kind of like, maybe you ought to do that. Yeah. And he's like, well, our politicians will never let us do that. And he goes, maybe we kill the politicians first, eh? Uh, 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 just kill a couple? Kill a couple politicians? I heard that at a Trump rally the other day. <laughs> and so, yeah, we head back to the hospital. What the fuck? Cat is in a phone booth. A lot of phone booths in this movie, too. Lot, yeah, well, yeah. She's talking to somebody. Ooh. And I thought Cat was out. What's going on? Right. And then we see the Russian. He's, he's out of the coma. He's being seen to by a nurse. Very sexy. Oh, my God. This nurse is so hot. Oh, the hair, the blonde hair and the, oh, the nurse outfit. And I, I love that Gallagher. Like, they're Gallagher. <laughs> I love that they're looking in and they're explaining to him, yeah, he's being seen by a nurse right now. And it's like, we can all see that. A very sexy nurse. A very Check sexy out nurse. that caboose. <laughs> I'd back that train up. And, and Artie, of course, is like, man, I got to go jerk off. Look at that hot ass. <laughs> it's like, he's like, you watch it. So, so, oh, my God, Griff, it's not a nurse. Well, the nurse is injecting the yeah. uh, apparently – with an air bubble. Yes. He's injecting the Russian with an air bubble will looked, kill you instantly. It looked like there was clearly something in the in the syringe because they do a close Maybe up Artie that. had something. He was messing with the, <laughs> messing with the uh, syringe and, yeah. and they left had, a little deposit. They had to remove one of the classic things they always do in every movie where the EKG does the flat line. Of course. Line. You don't know anyone's dead until you see that. But there's five other people in the room, so they couldn't do it. Because you have to have Arnold, who walks in, bump shoulders with the the blonde nurse. That, oh, she was so hot. Girl. And, and uh, yeah, Art says to him, like, oh, my God, you touch shoulders with an angel. But uh, they get in the room, and no flat line. No, so it the, was a flat line. There, there was. Yeah. I'm sorry. There was no noise. So yeah. they, they weren't. He turned the volume down. Yeah, that's it. I'm sure, like in an ER, they wouldn't have any kind of equipment to like. Just, yeah, if you're not in the room, you don't know if they're alive or dead. I love it. So they just start like yelling questions at the guy's face, and finally, uh, Arnold like pulls the uh, respirator or whatever the mask is called off his face, and he's like, "This man is dead. The nurse did it." <laughs> so then they go chasing the nurse. 
And oh. yeah, we get a chase, and then and then they get they get the draw on the nurse. Well, Artie does. Yeah, and then Cat just jumps in the middle. I don't know why the fuck Cat's even there. I have no idea. Just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. Her character makes no sense. <laughs> Not at and all. So I guess he just needed another female role. They're being progressive. And Artie like goes, "You're not going anywhere," and grabs the nurse. Oh my god, Griff! It's a dude. Oh jeez! It was another Russian. Oh. Immediately, Artie, he, he he like goes, "Oh my god, am I gay? Am I not gay? Did I, do should I masturbate?" And oh. Cat's like, "No, just don't don't kill him." And then <laughs> we, I forget what happened. Well, we get we get uh, Commander Lou coming back into the scene because oh. now they have this dead, you know, uh, Russian. I believe this was Chalkney. I think Chalkney was in disguise there. I think we totally left that. We well, the, we we forgot to mention the nurse gets blasted by Ivan, right? Does Ivan, Ivan does, do it? Yeah. And then Cat runs off. Ivan chases her. Yes. She goes down like the basement, like a sub basement to like the parking garage. She's locked in. There's like, why would there be locks in this fucking hospital? That seems I have like a fire no hazard. Idea. But Ivan, he realizes Cat's a good person. And he's like, I'm going to let you go. I think he's thinking he's going to still feed them some crumbs, too. Yeah, he, I think you're right. I think he's also going to, like, tail her. She's like, he's the last lead he has. She's the last lead he has. Yeah. So he lets her go. He shoots the lock off perfect right there with his wildy. Oh, of course. And then, yeah, and then Detective Donnelly shows up after everyone's been murdered. Because yeah. Artie, I think Artie just shot some innocent people because he was just so distraught over his sexuality. Yeah, he's really got some stuff to figure out. He goes into a closet for a little while. Really thinks he's like I gotta. I, you, he's like, he's like Captain. You have your way to relax. I've got mine. <laughs> so I'm gonna be over in this telephone booth masturbating. Uh, Whatever you got to do. And then so like, we, go ahead. So yeah, we got we got Commander um, Ivan in an office together, and Commander that cla- the classic scene, the reading yeah. the right. Like, you're off the case scene. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, I need that. How did how did you even get this gun in here? Uh, diplomatic immunities. So it's like, well, I'm gonna need that piece, and I'm gonna need your Russian badge. Taking these. I thought you were gonna say I'm gonna need that piece, and I'm gonna need your gun. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Because Arnold's wearing a cocksmock at this time. <laughs> he just let his cocksmock. <laughs> he got his Gumby suit all sweaty and bloody. So we need. We, it's a Schwarzenegger movie. We need to see those muscles, man. Gotta see them. This is very light on the uh, Arnold muscles. We get it yeah. all. In, it's yeah. top heavy. Yeah, they blow their load really quick in this movie. <laughs> so does Belouche. Belouche so sploosh. they're both off the case. They're both an embarrassment. So this is where they finally start to gel. They finally realize they're not so different after all, Griff. Yeah, they had to talk about killing politicians. They both had a laugh over it. He's starting to realize Chicago popcorn's pretty good. You know, Chicago pizza's also Arnold's good. realizing masturbation won't make you lose your chi. So he's like, I'm, I'm kind of for it now. Yeah. And so they... Meeting of the minds. This is, this is how... The, Everything. This is why the Iron Curtain fell, people. It yeah. was because we're not so different after all. We all love to masturbate. We all love to shoot people. And Murray, I'm glad you're bringing this up because we learn about these barriers being just shredded in a diner scene here. And on the way over, like Arnold is just like, "Give me your gun," and he's like, "I'm not gonna give you my gun." And he's like, "I will rip your nudie magazine." Okay, I'll give you my gun, but I gotta let you know this is the most powerful gun in the world. And he's like, "No, no, it is not. This is not the VLD fifth. This is pussy gun. It's the fucking 
Dirty Harry gun. There is no more powerful yeah. gun than the Dirty Harry gun. And that sparks Ivan's interest. He's like, Dirty Harry? That, I don't know why, but that, for some reason, sparked his interest. Well, he goes, who the fuck is Dirty Harry? And we're supposed to lock her because everybody knows Dirty Harry. But, so, uh, yeah, they get to the diner. They got a bunch of paperwork. Nothing, cause, when, when you got things like Miranda rights, it brings paperwork. Yeah. So it's bullshit. And this was part of Art's punishment is that he's getting stuck with all this paperwork because there's nine murdered people. There's semen all over the crime. <laughs> DNA samples <laughs> everywhere. And uh, Jim, Jim, Art, Art, as he does when he's eating French fries, he's always eating like throughout he's an American, this movie. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so that's our right as an American to eat. People when we're not hungry. So he, he's enjoying some fries. He's harassing his wife in real life. This was that scene. The actress, yes. And he's trying to get some information out of Ivan. He's like, hey, is your dad a cop? Uh, do you, is your mom cool? Well, he's trying to, I, I wouldn't say inform. He's trying to bond. With yeah, that, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I went total cop on that yeah. one. He's trying to bond. And he's like, well, he's like, he realized, well, we all have parents. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. So I was like, my mother was raped by Nazis and fed to dogs. My father never loved me. And he's like, wow, my father never loved me, too. So I, my mom was also raped by Nazis. But <laughs> and so and we we get a little we learn that uh, Artie has a sister who, and a shitty brother-in-law. That yeah, won't come in. That won't later, come in. Right? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know what? Russians are people, too. We're learning. Like as American as American, young Americans. I always thought they were monsters because that's all I saw in our movies. And uh, like AEW, I thought they were getting and this scene. At a good point, instead they let it extend a little longer, and Arnold's like, "I would like some tea," and he's like, "Oh, let me get that uh, with lemon and you know the tea bag on the side." And Arnold's like, "You're right." And I was again, it was like barriers breaking. And he goes, "I saw Doctor Shivago." I don't know if Ivan gets that the joke, gay porn version of it, but yeah, it's very and... clearly a jab at his sexuality. When Art Art just figured out that maybe he's he's projecting. <laughs> Well, yeah, because Big earlier time. he projected like only a parakeet owner would be gay because the yeah. only person that Arnold cares about is his pet parakeet so, in Russia. Yeah, there's so many conversations happen in the car like when they're going places. We couldn't fit them all in here because no. we can barely remember the plot <laughs> as it is. So yes. so we're just kind of chucking <laughs> random conversations. But we, well, yeah, because uh, he's like, yeah, I thought, I, thought, I thought fruits had parakeets. Like, what is feminine about parakeet? Oh. Nothing is better about parakeets. They're perfectly heterosexual pet. Yeah. So yes, they're finally they finally broke the ice. The yeah. red heat has melted the ice, Griff. So Ivan is going to be dropped back off at his shitty hotel, and he walks in, and you know that druggy receptionist is just sitting there waiting for him. He's sleeping on the job as usual. Horrible. But uh, he wakes up, and he's just like, hey, you got a lot of messages waiting for you, man. Sounds like a hot babe. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And (laughs) Ivan just punches him in the face for that (laughs) and walks up to his room and forgets about it. Oh, no, he uh, takes the calls. He calls back the number. Does he? Yes. <laughs> oh, so he finds out it's Cat. Yeah, it's Cat who left. And all she's the like, messages. "Hey, I got some in- info. I guess I don't know. This, con- this plot is so convoluted. I don't know why I'm calling you." <laughs> but uh, she's willing to give up, Victor. For is the point. Yeah. And he's like, "Okay." And she's like, "I'll call back." No. So he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll." I was in that car for an hour. I probably have semen all on me. I need to take a shower. Yeah. So he goes up. Takes he's taking a shower. Yeah. While and then before he takes a shower, he takes that key and he hides it in the lights in yeah. the room. 
I noticed this the second time through. Did you yeah. notice it too? Yeah, what Victor's watching him? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah, I put it in the notes. Actually. I will, yeah. Yeah, so Victor's got he's got his binoculars. He's with the clean heads. Yeah. They're downstairs. He's like watching. He's like, all right. He, he, no, he tells the clean heads, let's go in. Yeah. So they go in. They talk to that guy. He's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Guys, it's a disgusting person, and I didn't. I didn't need subtitles to figure that out. The guy's disgusting, and they're like, "What room is that Russian in?" I can't show that to you. Punches in the face. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying as much as we are. So they look, and that's where we see right under, right above. Ivan Danko's Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison, yeah. So they find room 303 room is where 303. he's at. They go up there. This, I don't know how they do like uh, hotel rooms in uh, Chicago, but <laughs> they go. He, I, We learned that, that Victor's like, I'm going to cut out the middle. Now, why do I need these clean heads anymore? Yeah. So he leads into room 302, which is on the other side. Usually 301, 302 and 303 would be right next to each other. Yeah. And this one, the, the numbers are crazy. So he's on the opposite side. But we don't know that. We still think he's going into Arnold's room. Yeah, but I mean, I kind of knew it because uh, before they get like completely up the stairs, they cut to a random woman who's with. I thought John. we just needed some nudity. To, cause I, this, I this, thought that's what this, it was. There's such a sausage party movie that they're like, we need right. a naked broad in your stat. Yeah, I mean, this was a Sedaris script to begin with, so clearly they were. Moved. I don't know how they had a hot tub in this flea bag <laughs> room, but there was a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, and enough room for two. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we see uh, a, a prostitute. She's getting like some of her clothes back on. She's, no, she's totally naked. She's just sitting there smoking a cigarette in bed, totally oh, yeah, fuck yeah, naked. Yeah, I'm, I'm jumping at. And we're thinking, is Arnold fucking a prostitute? Is, is, it's got to be because yeah. you hear someone in the shower. So it's like that's yeah. what And we see Arnold in a shower. He's rubbing yeah. those muscles, rubbing those pecs. Oh, and then the clean heads burst in, and like I, uh, Victor, he kind of sneaks off. And he's like, "You guys handle it." They bust in. And the chick, she freaks out. She grabs her gun. There's a shootout. No shootout yet. But uh, they they're suspicious of the person in the bathroom, and they're just like, he's in the bathroom. So they shoot the shit out of him. She's yeah. cowering in the corner. It's just a fat John. It's not. It's not Arnold. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it turns out Arnold gave him the wrong number. So he jumps well, out. Victor from- gave him the wrong number. I'm pretty sure Arnold gave him. No, Victor, really? Victor was going to sell out the clean head, so he really, he, yeah, because he saw it was room 303, so he went to room 303 while the clean heads were at room 302. I see what see what he's doing here is he knows that he can stand back. He's going to come out, so he's going to get the jump on him. That big bright move there. Well, and he's going to get the key. That's all he cares about. He doesn't want to even deal with the clean heads anymore. Right. He's like, I don't need these guys anymore, so I'm going to let those guys do whatever the fuck they're going to do. Okay, right. Okay, I like it. Good move. This is a bold move by a bold but, man. But the, all the shooting from the J- Fat John getting shot. Uh, triggers Arnold. Tr- triggers Arnold. And so there's like a shootout between him. I, I And then uh, uh, Victor gets the key. He does get the key before the shootout starts. Yeah, while all that's happening, he just like walks walks downstairs. He knows it's in that, in that light fixture, so he grabs it down. And he's like hiding downstairs for a minute. And I don't get why he was hiding downstairs. I thought was he was. Off. I thought he grabbed the key and then Ivan busted in on him, and they had a shootout. That's what I thought happened. There was a standoff, but maybe he did get a shot off, and then the then the standoff kind of took. And place. then like there's a it's 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 a very 
boring shootout scene. We just get we get back and forth. We get a scene where like Ivan's gonna get the drop on Drago. Drago Victor mm-hmm. and then his little Casio thing goes off because he always knows when to that's it's when he, parakeets he, he feeding time yeah. <laughs> why he needs to know that in Ron, in America I don't know yeah but well, it goes it's off hard to set those it goes watches. it's a little Dukes of Hazzard watch and then we know anything Victor hates the Dukes of Hazzard so yeah. he just starts firing and we're just getting that kind of shit and the the uh the uh uh, prostitute. I guess she recognizes he's a cop. I don't know, but she's like, "All right, I'm I'm hanging with that guy." So yeah. she's helping fucking uh, Danko, and they're just shooting him up. Fucking while this is happening, just so uh, luck would have it, this is this hotel is on a river, right next to the river. There's like not even any kind of like space. It's like yeah. right on the river. So our boy uh, Victor. Uh, Victor dives out a window, lands in the water, takes off. Yeah. So there there was actually supposed to be a scene. A chase scene here, but okay. it got cut from yeah. uh, the version we well, had. It should have been cut because even this scene was kind of boring. Oof, yeah. Big oof. So there's all these dead clean head bodies all over the hotel. We get a nice scene of the poor uh, uh, hotel hotelier, and he's all busted up from Victor beating him and Ivan beating him, and he's explaining to everybody. This, this is where we get our buddy. Uh, what's his name, right? Yes, oh, right in the God. background. God damn, this is a smorgasbord of G and G favorites. Yeah, he has no lines. He's just an extra. Yeah, but we recognize him. Oh yeah, as the jackal <laughs> villain from Noel's Bard. <laughs> jackal is in the background, like just collecting evidence. Yeah, and we get that. And we get another scene. Like you're out of here, Danko. Get on the first train to fucking Clarksville and get the fuck out. Yeah. And it's like, all right, let me get my green suit. <laughs> all right, wherever you say, Gumby. And then they have this scene. I mean, Griff and I are convinced there was something left on the cutting room floor where it, there's an illusion that Peter Boyle and Larry Fishburne are in on this like yeah. thing with Victor because they're like they make mention of like he's fucking up this he's, like thing. Yeah, they keep talking about it, he's fucking up the plan, and it's just like what plan. And I, I, you know, me and Murray were talking about it, and I'm pretty sure what they're talking about is Art getting uh, fired from this whole thing. Like, for some reason, now they're doing good police work. It's like, they're, they're responsible for dead bodies <laughs> everywhere. And their perp got away again. I know, but so we, we now we see Victor. He's in, like, another hotel, I guess, prepping for this deal. The deal's going down tonight. Yeah, he's, he's, getting, he's getting that little Derringer ready in his sleep. Got that little Travis Bickle gun. He's got his half a hundred dollar bill he got from Cat earlier. He's got the key. Yeah, he's, he's got everything. He's got. He doesn't all need the, the clean heads because he has everything he needs. Yeah, and at this point, the key is to a little locker at the bus station, and that's where a suitcase full of money is. Yeah. There is one clean head there, though, so that's good. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> very convoluted. This is very convoluted. And while he's preparing, <laughs> we see a newscast. Another cut scene. We hear about how Cat's body was found. Yeah. And he just looks back. Well, he shoots the TV. Shoots the TV yeah. with his little Derringer. And apparently the scene was, he, I think you told me that there was a scene where he kills Kat because she betrayed him. And Yeah, yeah, that was part of like that chase scene leads into a scene where basically Kat uh, calls up and says, hey, I talked to Victor. There's a you know, deal going down here. And, you know, through that, Victor basically learns that Kat's working with the police. And that's why he killed her. And that's why... She's dead in that one. Scene. So our boys, I guess they're back on the case. I don't know, but like they they're at the morgue with Cat's body. We see she's dead. Yeah, you're off the case, guys. 
Uh, or are they? I, because he, both these guys are like, we have to see this through. We've bonded over French fries and raped mothers. We need to see this through. So fuck the law. I'm, I'm on. I agree with you, Danko. Miranda writes. Shamanda writes. Yeah. Who Let's do is this. Miranda? So while earlier there was a scene where uh, Artie was doing his paperwork at the office and he gets a call. Like, hey, we got some calls for you. Check your fucking answering machine. Very convoluted. <laughs> we get a scene from his brother-in-law who just happens conveniently to work at a key shop, as he called it. He's like, man, your sister's giving me shit about alimony. And he goes, aha, keys. Aren't we? Isn't this whole movie about keys? Yeah, we just lost a key and we need to get a key. Let's go see him. So they show up. Artie's arguing about the uh, alimony with his bro. He's like, you're great. You fucking beat my sister. And he, uh. While that's going on, Ivan, he notices that, of course, every locksmith in Chicago has a book with the serial numbers of every key in the city. Yes. So, and he picks the right book, too, because yeah. there's like a dozen of them. Oh, yeah. It's a wall full of them. Yeah. And remember, guys, earlier, this is going to pay off. Yeah. He wrote down that serial number on a napkin. Napkin, not a jerk rag. No. Well, it was sticky. It was, well, I mean, one just, man's napkins <laughs> is a Jim Belushi's jerk rag. And he's like, hmm, interesting. The key is located at a bus station. Mm. Hmm. And, guys, we got a lead. Yeah, we got our next lead. So they take off, go straight for the bus station. And Victor's already there. He's meeting with one of Abdul's contacts. Yes. And he gives them, a, you know, they, they've got like a code. He orders like coffee with a donut in it. And the guy's like, that's a very wise decision. You, I'm going to go jerk off in the bathroom. <laughs> Care to join me? And then he walks off. And that's that's the code word. Yeah. So they go in the bathroom. The guy, a very clandestine meeting. They're in a public bathroom. He's got this suitcase open with all this money. I know. They don't even, they, they don't even like try to force the door closed like anyone could walk in at the time. They're in a busy bus station. And then Victor shows. He's, Victor's been so Americanized, he's like ready to kill any black man he sees. So he just shoots this guy. He's like, why do I need to pay you guys this Well, he money? gets information out of him first. What information did he get? He needed to know about where the drugs were heading to. Okay. But it didn't even pay off because in a minute here, he just goes and talks to the contact for the drugs. Didn't make sense. But maybe, well, maybe what... this was part of a bigger deal. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I was very confused because I'm like, okay, so I'm assuming that the whole thing was, like I said, the cleanups were the middlemen, so they were going to do the trade off, and they were going to give him the drugs, right? They had the drugs. They had the contact for the drugs, right? But so they were going to be the middleman, meaning they were going to give the hundred dollar bill to the guy who had the Colombian who had the hundred dollar yes. bill, and then they were going to give him the money. Yeah. And I guess they were going to take their cut or whatever. Yeah. So the key was for the money. The money was to buy the drugs. The hundred dollar bill was to get you know to the contact with the drugs, probably to exchange the money. So Victor's like, "Why do I need these guys? I know that the guy's going to be here." So he kills the guy. Yeah. He takes so the money. He finds out he's going to be like El Paso white suit. And right. yeah. I, I thought they meant literally in El Paso. What they meant was he was on the bus going to El Paso. Yes, that was where the drugs were. Yeah. So they meet up on like the sidewalk outside the bus, and there's these bags. They do the switch. They got the hundred. He's like, "Hey, excuse yeah. me, do you have change for a hundred? And he whips out the hundred. He's like, "Maybe I do." And they they notice that it's the same bill. I forget what movie it's from, but that literally is a character uh, extended from a, another movie. Like there was a handoff where he's like, "Now you are the man in the white suit," and it was that actor who becomes oh. the man in the white suit. Is that an IMDb thing? 
Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> of course it was. I don't pull this shit out of my ass. I can I barely know. recognize half the actors in these movies. So they, I was assuming Victor's like, fuck it. I'm just going to kill this guy and keep the money. In the, but, you know, he keeps true to the deal. He gives the money to the guy yeah, and did. gets his drugs. And he's like, he's scot free. But our buddies, fucking the Danko and uh, Artie show up. Yeah. He throws uh, the, the money and drugs on, like, the St. Louis bus. Right. And I was like, oh. I'll note that because that's going to be a thing. And, uh, yeah, Arnold comes running out, and he's got him. It's a Mexican standoff. It's a Mexican standoff. We got Artie with a gun. We got Danko with a gun. We got Victor with a gun. Well, uh, yeah, Art shoots out of the door a minute later, and he's like, don't do it, Ivan. This guy's going back to Chicago PD. I'm busting him. I'm like, getting this, this one. This is my perp. Yeah. And there, for a minute, you're thinking Ivan's going to shoot yeah. fucking Artie, man. Ar- Artie points his gun. Or Yeah, Ivan shoots his gun at. Uh, points his gun at Artie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then an old lady just happens to run out, as they do. Yeah. And fucks everything up, so it's a distraction. So yeah. So Victor jumps on a bus, takes off. Yeah, he, he fires off a couple rounds, jumps on a bus. Uh, so they, I want to point out the director, Walter Hill. This was originally going to be a car chase, but he's like, uh, Arnold's too big for a fucking car. That makes sense, actually. So we're going to put... Well, I've, I'll give him props. I've never seen a bus chase outside speed. of speed. Well, yeah. that was one. That was oh, one bus, is, yeah. Bus so... This is where we go on about how convoluted this scene is. So, of course, Artie and Danko jump on a bus, and then Artie's got to be like, how do you know how to drive a bus? Who fucking gives this shit at this point? Yeah. And he's like, learning Kiev. Kiev, oh. like chicken Kiev? We had chicken Kiev at my sister's wedding. Shut up and go in the back <laughs> and masturbate. <laughs> I have to drive this. So, so he's like... Went in Rome, and he just goes back to the masturbating. I believe if there was a sequel, he would keep like a little nudie mag on him and be like, all right, children, go in the back and read. <laughs> and so we get a nice bus chase. and Nice he, bus chase. Oh. <laughs> well, it was pretty short. It was short. And so uh, Victor, he's about to get Scott free, but then lo and behold, a fucking ch- train blocks his way. Chicago and their fucking trains, man. This scene makes absolutely no, no sense. No, no sense at all. Because Victor turns the bus around, yes. and then our, our Ivan's at the other side. So they decide they can play a game of chicken. Yeah, and I, I have to ruin this. He passes over no railroad tracks on the way uh, oh. to turn around here. So, oh. so no, no railroad tracks. He's in, in front us. of. He's he's he, he's, he's got in front his back. of a railroad track. Yeah, yes. his back is now to the only railroad track. So they're like both of them because Russians are do or die. They don't they don't give a fuck. But Artie's a pussy. So just as they're about to collide, Artie goes, no, 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 grabs the wheel, yanks it away. Okay, this is where it makes no sense. Apparently, there was another train track that we did not see. And he has gone 500 feet away from the train track. So somehow, he was heading away from the train he track. He went around the world, Griff. And he went around the world. <laughs> and runs into this fucking train. Train runs into him. Train runs into him. <laughs> And so the train gets fucking demolished. The the bus. <laughs> the bus. I don't know. <laughs> I'm tired. And yeah, There's both buses both buses crash. Yeah. But uh fortunately Victor gets the brunt of it because he got hit by a train. Yeah. Even the conductor gets out and he's yelling at him and Victor crawls out, he's all messed up, and I was like, Oh, that's it, he's done. Uh, Fog starts sweeping in from somewhere. And I'm totally at this point waiting for the Travis Bickle gun to be used. It doesn't get used. Guys. No, this is horrible. Uh, Ivan steps up and he's. I was. You know, this is this is what would have been in a classic action movie. 
Ivan would finally realize Miranda Wright's work, and he'd be like, no, I'm taking you in, and then yeah. turn his back, and then Victor would get the fucking gun, and then Artie would shoot Victor. Yeah, and plant drugs on him. Yes, that would be the perfect <laughs> ending. No, we just get a shootout, and of course, Arnold wins. It's not even a shootout. He just walks at him and shoots him. Yeah, well, no, uh, Victor shoots, too. They're Victor just, got a shot yeah, off? Yeah, they gets. they both get like five shots Oh, off. okay. And yeah, he just kills. And, it, and I was shocked by this. There's no fucking line. This is a Schwarzenegger movie. No yeah. fucking line. Yeah. Victor, it's time to go home. Nothing. You've just been victimized. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not <laughs> like that. Oh, God. That would totally fit in this oh, movie. Oh, Jesus. So, <sighs> it's it. This is it. It's the end. We're, we're back. Our, they're, yeah. they're, they're blood brothers now. They've, yeah. they've covered up a murder. That makes it brings people together. It really does. They planted already planted a gun. He was like he. It was a clean kill, standing his ground. He yes. felt threatened. Yeah, case closed. So he's seeing him off at the airport. I think this actually was an airport. It, it actually looked like an airport. I want to point out they're watching <laughs> classic nineteen eighty eight Detroit Tigers play when they were still pretty damn good. Were they? This is off a year where they uh, lost in the World Series. Sweet Lou at second base. Wow, I don't even remember that. They were in the World Series in 88? 87. Oh. I said just off a World Series visit. Sorry. Okay, still. Well, thanks for the history lesson. I did not remember they even ran the World Series that late. Yeah. But they were were joking over, you know, uh, America's pastime, and Ivan's just like, Russia will learn baseball. We will beat you. We will bend you over. We will parakeet your pole. We will your fuck you in the ass and make you humble. Ugh. As the Iron Sheik once told me. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah. And uh, Artie was proven right because Russia ain't good at baseball, are they? I don't think so. <laughs> I can't imagine. So I, I don't know many Russians that play in the MLB. And MLB is considered to be the best baseball organization around. So... In Russia, we give a gift before we put the part. Here, take this parakeet, Dukes of Hazard watch, <laughs> with my blessing. He's like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. You know what? I'll give you my watch, too. It's a $1,000 watch. Uh, you know, it's got a little spooge on it from all the jerk it off. But yeah, you know. I got it on discount because it's covered in spooge. I got, <laughs> I found it in like a beep booth, but... <laughs> Trust me, it's worth a thousand bucks. Thank you. And then here's my watch. And he's like, what? Joke's on fucking Arnold because you know how these nerds love their fucking, like, you know, collectibles. That yeah. Duke's a Hazard watch is worth 10 grand now. 10 grand. But at the time, it was worthless because we didn't have nerds back then. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Yeah. They uh, fly out and boom, we're done. And then we get a little dedication to a uh, uh, stuntman who died yeah. on the movie. Because he was wearing a cocksmock in the winter, and you don't do that. Dude, you just can't wear a cock. I mean, if you're Arnold, you can wear a cocksmock in the winter, but yeah. nobody else. Nobody else. Whoo, boy, that was uh, a rough one. What was dude, that, like five hours it, that episode? It feels like nine hours. These over, over convoluted plots, and then all the characters popping in. There was not a lot to gloss well, over. Well, thank, thank God our next movie is a little simpler. Uh I Are don't you know. sure it is? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. But what more can be said about this next guy? I He's my spiritual guru. Like, I, 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 I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to let somebody else say how great this guy is. Let's, let's hear a little bit of that. We got a big problem here. Intel tells us we're dealing with one guy. We think we got a fucking fire team out there. 
My guy in D.C. tells me that we are not dealing with the student here. We're dealing with the professor. Anytime the military has an operation that can't fail, they call this guy in to train the troops, okay? He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. This guy's a professional, you got me? If he reaches this rig, we're all going to be nothing but a big goddamn hole right in the middle of Alaska. So let's go find him and kill him and get rid of this son of a bitch. Of course, who else could this be that I'm talking about? The man. I know we got lost in our Ginty hate recently. Yeah. We've you kind of, but you know we love the person we love to hate the most, Steven Seagal. Oh man, and he's even connected to Russia. It's coming all together. It's coming all together. And as far as I know, because I haven't seen this movie, I think there is snow in this one at least. <laughs> so at least it'll be it'll fit in with our mini theme. So, uh, yeah, well, we'll look forward to kicking uh, uh, Sensei Seagal in the nuts next week, and we hope you enjoy it, and uh, keep some red heat.